Oh, summer's here and it's time to relax. Hold on, wait, summer's here, but we've got work to do. Hi, we're Brandon and Megan Giggling, and we help people begin their personal growth journeys. This summer, we're bringing you the Summer Growth Series, two months of quick episodes packed with practical steps and advice you can use right now to jumpstart your growth journey. Already into personal development? Don't worry, there's plenty of good tips here for you too. You ready? This is the Fools in Love Podcast. Welcome back to the Summer Growth Series. We are so excited that you're back with us today because we are going to get into it. And one of the things that's been on my heart lately is just being able to enjoy the life that I currently have and you being able to enjoy the life that you currently have. And I think it's such a tough topic because we tend to just dwell in this space of focusing on the negative things in our life. I think that we're always also programmed to want to be more, to want to do more. And so we can always just kind of be drowned almost in this idea of like, it's not good enough right now. We're not good enough right now. But more importantly, our life doesn't feel good enough right now. So I wanted to kind of explore that today. Yeah, it's tough too, because obviously we're going through this summer growth series, which means anyone listening to this, I would assume would be on the track to want to better themselves. But I think a lot comes from learning to appreciate what you already have too and being grateful for what you already have. And we've all heard how it's helpful to program your mind to have like that gratitude. But do we really believe that? Is that how we're really living our lives? Because I know for me, a lot of the time I'm striving for more, I'm reaching for more. I want that thing. I want that mountaintop. I want to be there. And if I'm being honest with myself, with y'all, I think that's going to deliver everything I want if I could just get to that place. Right now, I can't be happy because I'm not there. I'm not satisfied. But if I got there, man, then I could be happy. But then, you know what the issue with that is? I'd still be there. And if I can't be happy with what I currently have and the gifts I have and the gratitude that I have in my life, big or small, then how am I going to appreciate it later? And when you're so focused on what's coming next, you just totally miss the beauty and the blessing that you're currently living with at this very moment. Right. Yeah. You completely lose track because you live with a tunnel vision focused on the future and then you miss everything around you. You miss all the gifts that you get on any given day. You miss all of that because you're so hyper-focused on the future that you're not living in the present. One of the most influential things that I've done to help myself be on task and be able to appreciate what what I have right now, and I think you'd agree with this, B, is that I practice gratitude in a journal. And for me, that doesn't take very much time. It doesn't take very much energy. But just the simple act of writing things down that I'm grateful for really helps me to stay focused and understand what I currently have rather than always reaching for goals and things like, which are great to write down too, by the way. It's great to write down a goal, but those are not things that you currently have. So when you're focusing on the things that you do currently have and the blessings that are sitting right smack dab in front of you, it's very easy to be able to concentrate on those things. Even if you forget them later, you can come back to them and realize just how much you have. Right. It's really about the practice of putting it at the forefront of your mind. So we've talked about many times before, and I'll talk about again, but what you focus on expands. So whatever it is that you're focusing on is what 
you're going to be constantly inundated with and it's going to affect you and your environment and how you show up in your environment. So if you spend all of your time on social media, watching the news or whatever else, you're naturally going to pull those news stories into your subconscious. You're naturally going to pull the comparison game on social media into your subconscious and all the negativity that we're constantly all surrounded with. I don't think anyone is immune to the fact that there's a lot of negativity in this world. And so just by simply writing it down or audibly speaking it or thinking it or putting it at the forefront of your mind. We even had a guest a couple months ago from Think Kindness, and he was talking about how you can set up your feed to look at positive news, to bring positive news in front of you because the effect that it has on you and your outward effect from what you're inwardly doing makes such a big difference. And I think gratitude is just the easiest piece that you can have. But if we're being honest, a lot of us have trouble grabbing onto anything positive and we because we're so inundated with the negative on a daily basis. And if you want a tip on how to make this even easier, the tip is simply to start doing it. Because as you start doing it, then you realize like, well, shoot, tomorrow morning, I got to have five things or seven things or 10 things that I'm grateful for. So your brain starts to look around for like the good in your day. And as you're looking around for the good in your day, you start to notice the bad stuff a little tiny bit less. Not that it's not there, but that you're so interested in like, ooh, what can I write down tomorrow? What can I be thinking about? What can I concentrate on? That it just feels a little bit better. Right. And I'm sure you guys have heard it a lot. I mean, we're not like making up this topic. We're not creating this on the fly. Like this is a great practice to have, but it is so relevant because it makes such a big difference. Like there's 1,000 and a half things on Amazon where you can get a gratitude journal. Matter of fact, we got one for our seven-year-old daughter and she loves to fill it out. And it makes a difference in her life because she starts to think, wait, what did I do today? And sometimes she'll even say, like, I didn't do anything today. But then when you think and you have to focus on it, then you're more likely to come up with reasons for what you are thankful for and what you can be positive about. But it doesn't even have to be a journal. You could, you, it doesn't even have to be a journal you buy on Amazon anyway. You could just pick up a piece of paper and write it down. It doesn't have to be some professional thing that you're doing. Like it could be something easy that you're writing on a post it note or something you're audibly speaking to let you know that it's part of your life. Because a lot of times we know it's important to do it. And I'm sure you've heard to do gratitude a lot of times, but have you actually done it? Mm-hmm. And you know, another thing that's, really easy to implement as long as you stay committed to doing it is just simply playing, like introduce play into your life. And that might mean a million different things for a million different people. Like if you have kids, your play might look a little different than if you don't, because obviously when you don't, you have a little bit more freedom than those of us with kids hanging around. But honestly, just getting out there and playing, whether that means enjoying your life together as a couple, whether it means enjoying your life as a single person, whether it means enjoying your life as a family, get out there and do the things that aren't the work. Get out there and just be free from the chores, be free from the tasks, do something fun. <laughs> yeah, I just as you're talking, I think of a perfect example of this. So yesterday, we recently have bought a new house, just to give the backstory here. We recently have bought a new house and we've been doing like small, minor home improvement projects, putting 10,000 and a half things together, following all those directions, doing all those things. So on Amazon Prime Day, I went and got myself a ring doorbell. So I'm trying to install this doorbell. I'm literally destroying the front of our house. The wired one. The the wired one, right. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to wire it. The wires are breaking off. I'm trying to make it fit. I'm busting the wood. I'm doing all these things. I'm in a very negative space. Meg would speak to this. I'm in a very negative space. And as I'm doing that, and as I'm spiraling down that road of negativity, 
and just anger with myself and the situation, I hear my kids playing in the backyard and they're playing in their little kiddie pool. And I'm sure you guys remember those little plastic kiddie pools, their little circle. Ours happens to be blue, but you can get them blue, red, green, whatever. They fill up to about a half an inch of water, <laughs> it seems like. But I hear them out there playing. So rather than continuing to spiral down like I was, I literally run out there and do the best cannonball I can into this pool and my kids start attacking me and I pick up the squirt guns and we start spraying each other. And all the point in all of this is all of my negativity, all of the pressures that I was putting on myself, all of the things that I felt like I couldn't fix in the moment, they all washed away with the fact that I just played. I just let myself be free. I let myself off the hook for once. If we would do that, if we would do this and just let ourselves off the hook, I've heard it said before, like, don't take life too seriously. You'll never get out alive. But is that something that we should be thinking about? Because I think we all personally, as we get older, we take ourselves way too seriously. But if we institute some of this play, if we have kids, it makes it easier. But even if you don't, go play putt-putt. Go do something that allows you to be free. Go dance out in public. Go do what I do in public sometimes and sing out loud and embarrass Meg to death. (laughs) But the thing is, you're never going to see those people again. And who cares if you do? Like You are bringing joy into their life. But institute play and it makes a big difference. It can literally change your life in a moment. It sure can. And as you were still telling that story and talking about how you, you sing in public, I was thinking about just how like sometimes we totally rock out as a family in the car and like what people must be thinking about us. But you guys, we're just living our best life and we are introducing happiness into a super mundane thing like going somewhere in the car. It's not very exciting to be together in our car all the time because kids can be a little bit whiny. But when we blast that music and just sing at the top of our lungs, the four of us, that's the kind of moment that we're talking about here. Those kind of pure joy moments where it doesn't matter the things that you have to get done. It doesn't matter whether you've reached or not reached your goal. You're just living your best life in that moment. Right. And with that, you have to plan time to do things that bring you joy, that bring you enjoyment. I would say you need to plan a vacation or you need to plan a staycation. You need to plan something that you can look forward to. Mm. You need to put something in front of you that you can look forward to because we're all constantly busy, inundated and stressed and overwhelmed. But I don't know for you, but for me, when I have something to look forward to, when I have something down the road that I can be like, okay, I'm going to get through this, but I have something that I'm striving to get to. It just makes it a little easier to get through the day. Now, As I say that, I know a lot of you are going to say, well, Brandon, you don't know about this in my life. I don't have the money for that. I don't have the time. I don't have the whatever it is. That's just where we go. Let's be real, y'all. But we lived this way for years, for years. Before we had kids, we had zero money, zero time, zero chance to do anything. And you know what we usually did? We got a hot and ready Little Caesars pizza for five bucks and a red box for a buck. And there you go. Like that was it. But it was enough. And it was something we look forward to on like a Friday or Saturday night in our current life in the state we were in. And it made a difference. And sometimes, honestly, I wish I could go back to doing that because it was really enjoyable for us. Yeah, it was like the the lamest, but also the most not lame date night you could ever have. It was just like a fun time of our lives. Even though we were broken, most people would be like, oh, that sounds miserable. For us, it was 
really one of the highlights of our week. And we just really enjoyed that. And of course, there's times when you can plan a bigger vacation. Like we're going to plan, we plan on going on vacation with my sister and her boyfriend in October. And we're looking very much forward to that. And that's going to be awesome. But it doesn't have to be a big, huge thing. It can be as simple as what you're going to do this weekend. And even if that's staying around town, that's awesome. Just re, just really concentrating on the fact that there's something to look forward to that will bring you joy. Right. And and I would say as you're doing that, as you're going through that, as you're thinking through that, don't think about the obstacles. Think about how much better you'll feel if you do it. Because so many times we focus on the obstacles and what would happen if we actually thought about doing it. What would all the things come into our way and what would, how would that affect everyone else and everything? But what would happen if you didn't do it? Like Think about that. And even more important, like what would happen if you took the chance, did it, planned a vacation, planned a trip to the zoo, planned a trip you know, to the park, whatever it is, something simple, free, and easy you could do, how much better would you feel? Because you know what you're doing right now, if you're in a place of stress and overwhelm, isn't helping. And if you want to grow and be in a good mindset and a good state, then you're going to have to start doing some things differently. Absolutely. Another thing that we try to do very regularly to just make sure that we're living a very happy current life rather than always looking forward to the future and worrying about how we're not there yet is that we share the good news like with family, with friends, any good news, big or small, doesn't matter. Anytime you can share some good with other people, not only is that going to help you feel good and help you be able to celebrate the things that are going on in your life, but hopefully that will be able to bring joy to the people that you're sharing it with too and they can celebrate with you. Yeah, like out of the blue, a couple months ago, we were in a rental house and I just like came up with this thought that we should tell each other what our favorite thing is about the other people at the table. And our kids have asked to do that 10 times since then, and we've done it. And it's just nice to bring some good things in. Like you're looking at the positive. It gets you framing to look at the positive. And really anything you can do to get your mind to frame at the positive rather than the negative is huge. And so whether that's calling someone that you haven't talked to in a long time and just reaching out, doesn't even have to be anything particular or sending a note or just finding a cute news article about a puppy and sharing it with someone else. Like we're so, I don't, I think we underestimate how much we're surrounded by negativity and how much it affects us. But all you have to do is start to bring some of that into your, into your line of vision and you'll see what a difference it can make. I love that thought that you don't even have to have it like be personal good news, but even sharing a story about a cute puppy with a friend or family member can bring joy. And that's so true. And I love that point because I didn't even, I wasn't even going that direction with that thought. But now that you have, it's like you should celebrate any good news or any cute thing or any little meme that makes you laugh. Like all of that is all of that's gold. The thing is, y'all, happiness and enjoying your life, it's very much an internal thing. I mean, your external can definitely influence that and are easier to change, certainly. But a lot of this is internal work. It's how are you feeling and what are things you can do to make yourself feel better? Right. And of course, the things we've talked about are external things. But the beauty in this is that when you start to change those external things, I think that, that there's magic that will happen internally too. And I think that as you try to make some changes in your life, you will see that there's beauty and there's so much to celebrate in the here and in the now. Right. And I'll leave you all with this. If you don't do that internal work, if you change everything externally, but you don't ever do anything internally, you're always going to feel empty. You're never going to feel fulfilled because you're 
reaching for something and trying to fix it with the things of this world that aren't going to fix if you're internally broken. So you're going to have to look internally as hard as that is. Even though you're changing things externally, you're also going to have to look at the internal. Guys, if you like today's episode, we would ask that you would please share it on social media and also give us a shout out on Apple Podcasts. Yep. And if you haven't checked out our other episodes in this growth series, make sure you go back and check those out. You won't want to miss them. And we'll see you all next week. Love y'all.